You're listening to El Ninos, the Tornado Hunters Podcast. Grab a cerveza and turn up those speakers. Oh, 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 Whoa! Good driving, Ricky. Oh, there's vehicles underneath it. Oh! It's taking up power poles. Welcome to El Nino's, the Tornado Hunters podcast. On this episode, we will visit with Frankie and friends for a weather update. We'll try to write a joke about storm chasing, and we'll meet lightning strike survivor and comedian Alex Zerby from Olympia, Washington. But first, let's meet the Ninos. His name is Cubby, and he's the steadiest hand in storm chasing. Cubby, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. <laughs> you bet. I'm here. You know what? I got something fun to tell you guys. Starting on Friday, I'm starting the uh, Master Cleanser program for 10 days. So it's no food, no no intake, no nothing. All I'm going to do is just going to be drinking like fresh squeezed lime juice, water, and maple syrup and cayenne pepper. You mix it, and it's a drink for ten days. Hey, Chris. Um, Bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah nineteen. I'm take a two day under on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no way, less than a day. Well, we'll we'll have to tune in for the next podcast to see what happens. What oh uh, level of nicotine is allowed on that? Uh, I haven't. I've not looked into that part yet, Nick. Okay. Can you take out the cayenne pepper? Because everything else sounds pretty uh, like manageable, but the cayenne pepper sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, That's well, I think that helps with that. I think that helps with like the digestive system. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, and I think you only use like a little bit, right? You mix it in with some of the, that lemon juice or whatever. Yeah, I've I've had a friend who's done a bunch of that type of stuff. You're gonna be great. Like once you get past day three, smooth no. sailing. Smooth oh, sailing. Yeah. No, it's, he, 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 you don't know. He Chris. never, he, he, Alex. He's never gonna make it to day three. So <laughs> that's I love this idea. That's what I always heard. Um, once you get past the third day of trying to break any habit, it's pretty much. Uh, I think that's what that dude who ate fast food for 30 days told me. <laughs> that's also Chris. Cubby's a, also hey, we're, we're on a bit of a tangent, but Trey, you got to answer me this. The hair you got, is that on your head or is that coming out of your hat? No, it's, it's on my head. I wish it was coming out of your hat. I wish it was too. That would be cool to like fool people. I would pull it out and it would just, I'd just be bald. <laughs> all right all right, right all right let's start right. over let's start over <laughs> listen next up we got nick the body you might remember Ooh. him from such films as whoa that's gonna sting or who stole my cherry coke nick the body always a pleasure to mute you <laughs> <laughs> he does have a cherry coke right now that's so funny nick how are you doing yeah, pretty fair. Um, uh, things are going uh, fairly well this week. No complaints. Starting to warm up out there, which is nice. Uh, springtime in the city, you know. The ditches are lined with garbage. It's a <laughs> sure sign of spring here. Just mattresses and five-gallon pails everywhere. Right on. Next up, we got Richard Tricky Dick Forbes. He, this is a uh, concussed adventurer looking for the next adrenaline rush. Ricky Welcome back to the show. Such sweet things, Greggles. Yeah, you know. I miss you, buddy. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here. 
All right, and myself, I'm Greggles, and I take pictures of storms for a living. However, this evening, we are recording a bit earlier than normal because I have a photo date with the Lyriad Meteor Shower, which is at its peak tonight. I'll be out shooting uh, pictures of shooting stars, and that's why we're a little bit early tonight. So thanks to everybody who's tuning in from around planet Earth. We, I can see already that we've got people tuned in from uh, the U.K., uh, I think I saw New Zealand coming through on there, and I'm sure we've got some Americans. So thanks for everyone for tuning in. A reminder that you can follow all of us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Imgur, uh, and uh, visit TornadoHunter.com to get past episodes of El Nino's and to also find all of our social links. Also, a quick reminder that if you like the show, please hit subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast app. El Nino's is part of the Stormfront Freaks podcast network. And when you subscribe to Stormfront Freaks, you'll get El Nino's one week, Stormfront Freaks on the opposing week. Every week it alternates between Stormfront Freaks and El Nino's. Both shows are a ton of fun. And right now there's over 130 episodes already in the library so you're sure to find some great weather content. Let's get started this week with a topic that I'm sure everybody who's tuning in, all the storm nerds that are tuning in are going to want to talk about. Let's talk about the upcoming chase season, which is about to get started this week on the Great Plains. It looks like the day four, actually the day three uh, forecast right now is calling for active weather down in Texas, Oklahoma, and uh, even as far south as Trey is down to the Houston area on Friday. So, uh, Nick, let's start with you. I know you've been checking out the long-range forecast. What do you think we're looking at over the next few weeks? Well, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of cold air that's going to create some problems for those storms getting fired up. Now, that might move out of the way by uh, Friday, Saturday here and give a bit of an opportunity um, for eastern Central to eastern Texas from the Panhandle right down to the Gulf of Mexico uh, and then uh, kind of exiting through uh, northern Florida, Alabama and Georgia later in the week. I think that probably hail is going to be a, a bigger problem, but uh, and then maybe a bit of a wind event uh, near the end of the night. It's early in the season still, so it's the month before the month, you know. Well, you know what I when I what I noticed uh, when I checked the Storm Prediction Center website today is that they actually have a fifteen percent risk area already for day seven right now. So day seven next Tuesday. But what about the big picture, Cubby? Are you, you think we're going to get down into the States this year? You think you're going to get a chance to cross the border? Negative. Negative <laughs> on that one. Like I just saw, I think it was yesterday, right, that they put out that May 21st, next potential opportunity for the border to open. But I think it's going to be closed down even a little bit past that. I don't know. Like, I'm really hoping it's going to open, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I just saw the news yesterday. It said closing May 21st, up to May 21st. You're a dickhead. I just asked you at the end of the day today, what week should I take off work? And you said end of May, beginning of June. I just booked two weeks off work. Well, you can always <laughs> change that if needed. Well, Chris, Chris, but seriously, you're an American citizen mm -hmm. living in living in Canada. Mm -hmm. Can you the not, dream. can't you actually cross the border during this pandemic? I think I can, but then to come back to the family, I think that's where the issue is, right? Like uh I can go down and chill at my parents' house for the summer and chase all all the time, but 
I want to be around the the better half and the little ones and the, yeah, but, but I, I still think it's going to be an active season. I think it's going to be ramping up. It's going to be super active. And I honestly do feel, I think really by that May 21st, I feel like everyone's going to start getting vaccinated up here. I feel like our numbers are going to start going down. And I really do feel like it's going to open back up. Uh, I hope you're right. As for not being welcome back, sorry, is that Canada that doesn't welcome back? Or is that like Chelsea and the family that's not welcoming you back? <laughs> Canada. Uh, I see. Well, you know, guys, another uh, another interesting thing about this week in the world of uh, tornadoes and weather is this week represents the 10-year anniversary of the great super outbreak in 2011 where uh, we saw the highest number of tornadoes ever recorded in a three-day span, and that happened down in the, the southeast United States exactly 10 years ago this week. So, Cubby, you were you you had a, an incredible experience on that day on the 27th of April. Tell us about that. Yeah, so April 27th, uh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was in the 300 count for tornadoes that day. And uh, we saw four EF5 tornadoes in that one day. Yeah, that's amazing. Tuscaloosa, yeah. Birmingham, uh, some other ones I can't remember, like near Scooby, Mississippi, I want to say. You know, great day for chasing, but a horrible day for the public. Uh, so we had to stop and we did search and rescue like in, in uh, Tuscaloosa. Actually, we stayed at a firefighter college just outside of Tuscaloosa. Oh. And that's where everyone was stationed. And then they kept bringing people in by helicopter to do search and rescue. Uh, but it seems every year we get uh, we kept get a couple of those days, you know, where that stuff goes on. So we'll keep those people in mind. We want to get to our guests. So Cubby, let, why don't you tell us who we're going to be chatting with tonight? All right. So we have Alex Zerby here, the Zaniac, and with the energy of a thousand suns, Alex Zerby moves like a rubber band from one end of the stage to the other, beatboxing, juggling, dancing, singing. Formerly the, of the award-winning Duel Brothers from different mothers, Zerby is a hacky sack world champion, oh. was voted the Pacific Northwest funniest prop comic, and is a two-time Guinness World Record holder. Welcome to the show, Alex. It's great, it's great to be here. It's good to see everybody. Uh, tell, we got to know. We've, we've all been discussing it. Tell us about the Guinness World Records. Yeah, I can. I can give you the short version or the long version. So so I actually don't have, well, I guess I still do hold one of the records, uh, but it has been broken, not officially with Guinness, but it stood for 18 years, which is a really long time for wow. a record of that nature to stand. Yeah. Um, so the first record I got is a hacky sack world record. I did a specific hacky sack trick called an eclipse 26 times in a row, uh, back in 2002. And it stood for a long time, a long time. And then just this year, I think the guy's name is Yoshi in uh, this, he's a Japanese, Japanese player. Um, he beat it. Amazing player too. Super stylish. So it was kind of a little sad to like, Oh, someone beat it, but it was cool to have it be like a cool guy. Yeah. What uh, was the record? 22 times. 26 eclipses in a row 26 and he got he, he he shattered it pretty good i think he's like at 32 or something so he wow. yeah sounds, sounds, sounds like a young man's game though alex it's a young man's game it really is yeah 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 this really morning is. i tried it only got to 22 so i'm working <laughs> on it <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good i got to <laughs> one and a half one time <laughs> also good also good anytime you can get those eclipses it's pretty sweet and then, right on. So, what is yeah. what is an eclipse? I don't. I have no. I have no idea what we're oh, talking it's about. A, it's a le point. it's a leaping hop over. Yeah, I mean, 
Oh, okay. One of those. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, so yeah. You, That's what I thought it was, Alex. That's what I was thinking it was. But yeah, well, you know, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, it's lift like, well, it the, you lift it with the toe of your foot and then you bring your one leg back and then you put your other heel behind you and you flip it back. Is that it? Kind of. So imagine this. Imagine you're stalling a hacky sack on the inside of your foot. And then while it's stalled there, you're jumping over that foot with the other foot. You're like, you know, the old like breakdancing thread the needle move, kind oh, of like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, Only you're not yeah. holding onto your foot. So you're holding it there, you're jumping it over with the other foot. But the whole thing happens while you're in the air. So you jump up, then you stall it, and then leap over your ankle while the bag's on the ankle, and then toss it before you land. How, uh, <laughs> how, did, you, uh, how did you end up doing that in those gigantic pants that you must have been wearing? That's a oh, tough you, you know, <laughs> hacky sackers, we're, we're famous for wearing pretty short shorts. So, uh, oh, okay. so I, I, I was wearing some pretty short shorts, probably no, built-in underwear. Yeah, I didn't hack with any professionals like yourself or world, world record holders, but most of the people that I hacked with were total skids. <laughs> I don't, what's a skid? What's a skid? No, what's a skid? I mean, there's different localized definitions, but essentially these are the, these are the types of people you don't admit to hanging around with. But okay. you like hanging around know, with them because they get pretty yeah, wild when you do. I know what you mean. Um, that's what there was this dude named Mason who always wore Bob Marley shirts that would always. Yeah, it's, and see, cool. it's got a yep. real regional feel to it. So yeah. the Yorkton skid here in Saskatchewan versus the Estevan skid, they were cut from the same cloth, but different genetic coding to them. In the '90s, when I was skiddling around, it was very, very long, wide jeans. Sometimes yeah. you wore black eye makeup, maybe black uh, nail polish. They were oftentimes straight edge at the time, which means they didn't do alcohol and drugs, at least publicly. But in the background, they did. That doesn't and then sound always, like any of the hacky stackers I know. Yeah. You always, yeah, yeah. Well, they just called themselves that. Because I think that, good. yeah, I think they listened to Fugazi and they were like, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm straight edge. <laughs> Sounds right. I bet you the Houston skid was a lot different. But anyway, I just imagine that it would be very difficult to break a record in gigantic jeans with uh, 17 hammer holders on them because it was those big old oversized carpenter jeans. But if you're Junkos, shorts, Junkos, man, that was, that's what I was that? thinking they were called Junkos. That, yeah, that Junko that? jeans. Yeah, yeah I, I got I got into hacky sack in Seattle in the 90s, you know, so it was like the, the grunge era. Right. When it was like all this like these like live music festivals happening and stuff. And there'd always be hack circles. It was a way to like mm. kind of meet people. I met my wife playing hacky sack. She's in the Hall of Fame. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, got my career, got into the whole, you know, comedy juggling, you know, physical comedy stuff through Hacky Sack. So Hacky Sack changed my life. What was the second Guinness World Record? So the second Guinness World Record is a juggling trick. It's a two-person juggling trick. So imagine one person's juggling like the like the bowling pin thing looking things, right? And then so one person's doing that, the other person runs up behind them and then like like leapfrogs over them, like pushes off on their shoulders and jumps over their body and then steals the three juggling clubs while they're doing that. So you leapfrog over, you steal the three clubs, and then so it's the most exchanges in 60 seconds. And how many did you have? First time we did it, we, I, we set it at eight. My personal record is 12. And that, wow. has, a whole, that has like a whole drama too, because I set it with my old, my old performing partner. And then like right as kind of we were breaking up, and then he like, he like got another guy to come in and break the record. He was like, all right, let me get somebody else to break. So he's like, yeah, totally. I see Nick is shaking his head. Feel you, man. I feel you. He totally he like dirty. weaseled in there. He weaseled in there. We were, we were supposed to go out. We, we were actually, we, we broke it on a Chinese Guinness world record show or set it. 
And then we were supposed to go to Japan to set it again, to break the record. And two days before our trip, Fukushima happens. No. Earth yeah. Wow. The earthquake. Totally. I'm like, oh, it I'm like, I'm like, have my Tokyo guidebook in my hand and it's like earthquake. Okay. Listen, um, Alex, I got to ask you this question. Yeah. You, you, you do a lot of, or at least used to do a lot of busking as well, right? Like street performing. A little bit. I wouldn't say a lot, but that's how I got started. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. Like, so, so street performers, everybody wants to know, right? Cause people see, you know, street performer do their thing and then people come up and they put the, the cash into the hat or whatever you've got. Is there good money in it? Like the, the, like, can you make, can you make some good money doing the busking? If you're, if you're good at it. Yeah. If you can get up high and do like a, a big circle show. Yeah. You can do, you can make real good money. Um, I never got like, I don't like getting up high because I'm scared of stuff. I don't want to get hurt. There's these guys that do things called like a pole act where they basically have like a, a, a steel pole and they, they hand out like, um, rope to members of the audience to stabilize the pole right so it gets these volunteers involved cool. and then they climb up the pole and they'll like stand on the pole <clears> and like <throat> juggle fire right so it's not even like a unicycle it's just like a pole and they're up there and it's being held by these dudes with ropes wow. and they're like yeah do a trick up there and yeah some of those acts can get really big like right now like the best street performer in the world as far as like crowd size and, and hat hat amount is this guy named uh, al miller alakazam who's an australian dude and I think he, on his website, I was reading like his best hat, or maybe it was a podcast that I was listening to, the Drop Everything podcast with my friend Dan Holzman, shout out. He was saying his best hat was maybe like five grand. Holy so, wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, so you- So that's out. that's the term then that the, the buskers use is the hat? The hat, yeah. How right, I'm, hat? Yep. I'm, we have to totally take that, guys. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're gonna totally use that. <laughs> It, it, you know, it takes a lot of guts to get out there on the street and like For try sure. to gather a crowd and do a show. Yeah, when I first started doing it, I was terrified. I was like absolutely terrified. It took a lot of courage. Well, uh, I think uh, Alex, when you and it. I when you and I first met, uh, I had asked you if you were familiar with uh, David Aiken, the the checkerboard yeah. guy. Yeah. And uh, so you guys have obviously met each other. Do yeah, do a little bit of work together. Uh, you know, I grew up with uh, with David in Ottawa, so uh, I I got to to see his performing career flourish i mean he's done really well doing a lot yeah. of that yes he started doing street shows and like you know cruise ships and lots of international stuff i think he can do his show in japanese oh um, wow I think, he, cool. I think he married he married a japanese woman i believe oh wow very um, cool for him yeah he's a great guy super nice fun, fun fact ottawa is actually our nation's capital oh i oh i know i'm i'm i'm, I'm I, I consider myself an honorary canadian i've toured saskatchewan alberta uh, bc i've been um I've been to PEI, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. Um, Newfoundland. Yeah. That's all, that, that's all of them. Where in Saskatchewan have you been? No, I, uh, oh, you name it, man. Watrous, you know, Estevan, uh, Kip, Kipling, <laughs> uh, you know, Kindersley, uh, Saskatoon, Regina, Moose Jaw. <laughs> done shows in Moose Jaw. I mean, where have uh, LaRange, y'all? I mean, come on. Where haven't I been in Saskatchewan? <laughs> what did you think of Esteban? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's probably uh, best. It's probably. I'd have to look. I'd way. have to. You know, if I could see it on a map, if you like, if you were like, there it is, then then I might know. Then I might know. But I, you know, it's Kipling's the town is the, the that's the town with the uh, yeah the red paperclip, right? That's the dude. Yeah, yeah the red yep. paperclip. Guy, yeah, yeah, red paperclip. Yep. So Alex, um, listen, you you do m some uh, magicians like you you do some magic. You do kinda, some. You not do a some ton juggling. of magic stuff. You do some just, juggling. Yeah. Right. You do some physical comedy. 
yeah. is there is there is there a sweet spot for you? Is there something that you like more than the others? Is there is there a I guess what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get you to do some sort of something for us you, right oh, now. Oh, you want me to do tricks? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to lead you in. I got tricks. tricks. I got tricks. I got tricks, yeah. Now, listen, yeah. For, for those that are listening to this on the audio version, the audio podcast, we'll we'll give you a little play-by-play um, uh, -play as we go. Uh, so tell us what you're going to do, Alex. You asked me like what my favorite stuff was, and and really it is it's hacky sack. Hacky sack is the best. It's better than juggling, you know. Sorry, juggling people out there. It's just not as it's just not as cool as hacky sack. Hacky sack is awesome. Also known as footbag. Hacky sack's really a name brand, but so that's my favorite. I'm just getting too old to do it, but I'm gonna do a trick for y'all right now. Um, I'm gonna juggle two ping pong balls, but I'm gonna do that using my mouth. That's a that's a hair. <laughs> Jake does this all the time. <laughs> this is this is this is how jugglers store food for the winter. Hey, hey Alex, before you go any further, Ricky, does this remind you of uh, the hailstone <laughs> situation? <laughs> yeah, when those massive golf balls are coming down, you like you put them in your mouth, and it just got weird pretty quick. <laughs> all right, let's see it, Alex. All right, all right. It might take a few tries. I'm not as young as I used to be. So what Alex we, is doing right now, he's got he's got ping pong balls filling his cheeks, and yeah. he's going to uh, juggle them by popping them each one up in the air, right on. Yep, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. I usually use like a little more space, but we'll see what we can do. Try to angle the screen up so you can see the whole thing here. All right, two ping pong balls juggled in the mouth right here. Here we go. Slow start. Yeah, I hear it. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> there it is. Got like eight catches. First try. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, the key yeah. to doing the trick really is, uh, you know, having a big mouth helps. And if you look at the size of my mouth, like it's, it's pretty big. It just gives <laughs> you a, a big bigger mouth. target. So that's Ricky's got a big mouth, too. <laughs> figuratively or literally <laughs> so that's part of the, that's part of the reason like i decided to learn the trick i'm like you know what i think i, I could learn this one and then the other like what i've discovered too is you really got to use your your you got to push those hips forward to get the angle right because you have to spit those suckers straight up otherwise you know that you'll go forward here you go here's a little bonus trick too we'll just throw just juggle five balls no big deal right right on <laughs> When oh yeah, you gotta savor the flavor of my nutty behavior. I'm gonna make your mouth water like a cherry lifesaver. I've concocted a caper to fill my pockets <laughs> with paper. Do Mr. Rogers a favor, and won't you be my neighbor? Bam! Right hey. <gasps> Nicely <was> done. Awesome. <laughs> you would, you're a great multitasker. You'd be yeah. good storm chasing, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, nah, to be a storm chaser, you got to be like giving up on life and falling <laughs> apart. <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. Yeah. So, Alex, out. Alex, from doing the research on you, it looks like you were on uh, America's Got Talent and Last yeah. Comic Standing. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. So, so I was on America's Got Talent like a super long time ago. I was on like season two back when the show was in black and white. And um, <laughs> so I was, I was on season two and they, you know, they, at the time, now they tour around to different cities, right? And they have people come out like, like American Idol style. But back then it wasn't as big of a show and they did it all in LA and they tried to make it appear. If you watch that season, they try to make it, they imply that they're touring around to different cities, but they're not. And you can tell because it's the same venue every time. I didn't know um, that. Yeah. So there were three judges uh, back then. And so the judges when I was on were, were Piers Morgan, right? Who like, yeah, very judgy, persona non grata kind of in the United States. So he did something and lost that Larry King gig. 
Uh, and then the other judge is David Hasselhoff. Uh, oh, wow. And shortly wow. after that, Knight the hamburger Rider. incident happened. And yeah, Knight Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah anyway. So, and then, and then the third judge, uh, it was, it was her first year on the show. She replaced Brandy, who I think had gotten into a bit of trouble um, between season one and season two. So they replaced her with Sharon Osborne, Ozzy Osborne's wife. Wow. And check this out. Check this out though. The woman who married, freaking Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness, the guy famous for biting the head off of a bat. She she told me that I was too weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that, that was ironic. Thought that was pretty ba. Uh, what did she just pull you aside and be like, Alex, look here, like you're you're great, but you just got to tone it down a little bit. She didn't pull me aside. She was just like, Alex, you're just too weird. <laughs> so what so, was it? What was it like on Last Comic Standing then? What was your experience oh, like on that? There? Was that was less that was less of a production. You know, America's Got Talent's got the big stage and they have all the, you know, it's, it's, you know, last comic standing, they were just running through auditions. Like you're just waiting, waiting, wait. There's lots of waiting around in these things. And then they just pull you in. They had a little comedy club and um, yeah, I can't even remember the club. It was in the improv maybe. And uh, you know, you do a little thing and they're like, all right, later. And that was kind of it. So I think it was like Greg, I think it was Greg Giraldo and, and who's passed away. Who's a brilliant co comic. I mean, he's like, Oh, he's so good. Um, and then it was like Andy Kindler, I think his name is. And then a, a woman whose name I can't remember. I knew we weren't going to go anywhere on Last Comic Standing. They just don't. They're looking for stand-up comedians. They have a few variety acts coming in the beginning just to like, oh, here's some like here's some freak losers that we can kind of show. Um, <laughs> but I really thought we had a chance in America's Got Talent. And ironically, the guy who was kind of supposed to be the hard judge, Piers Morgan, he's the only one who voted for us. Very cool. Listen, let's use that as an opportunity to go to our first break. Uh, when we return, we're going to write a joke with Alex. We're going to play the speed round, and we're going to hear from Frankie and friends. El Nino's is brought to you by CameraEasy.ca, the best place to learn how to use your fancy camera. And we'll be right back after this break. Anyone can take great photos. I know because I've taught thousands of people just like you how to use their fancy digital camera. My system, Camera Easy, can be found at CameraEasy.ca. And it really is easy, I guarantee it. Whether you're photographing storms, tornadoes, a funky bride, or even your cousin's super annoying kids, you'll get better photos with Camera Easy. .ca. So check it out today, CameraEasy.ca, and get better photos. All right, we're back on El Nino's, the Tornado Hunter podcast with our guest tonight, Alex Zerby, the professional zaniac. Now, Ricky, you had a question you wanted to ask Alex. Yeah, so I'm doing my research on Alex, you know, Googling away, zaniac, heading over to alexzerby.com. Multiple times I see that Alex has sung 
in 12,000 showers. And that's, that, that sounds pretty criminal. And so I just wanted to hear <laughs> from the source. What's the story with that? There's no story that's just copy for the website. That's kind of funny. It's kind of like a joke. You know, some <laughs> jokes are true. Some jokes are not true. But, you know, I, I do spend a lot of time on the road. So I don't know if I've hit 12,000 showers. But uh, I would I've, just, been in, I've been in some serious showers. I'd appreciate a more accurate depiction, maybe like 493 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Less, I think less funny that way, you know. Like uh, one of the comic <laughs> devices is like hi hyperbole, you know, uh, exaggeration. Yeah. yeah. I'm still learning. <laughs> but there's some there's some true stuff on that website too. I don't, did I have like that? I started growing armpit hair in the third grade on there because that's true. I did I did do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I know. You hey, Trey. Early. Trey. That's really, it's really early. Yeah. yeah. Trey, I think you developed some uh, armpit hair in grade three too. Um, I never really checked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you, I never really checked. I think it just went all to my head. Cause like I don't have any hair anywhere else. So. That's cool. All right, Alex, we got a couple of stock questions for you. All right. <clears throat> what is your favorite food? So say you're in the, um, you're in the prison system. You're going to the death chair tomorrow. What is your last meal? Uh, probably some Thai food. Big fan of Thai food. Yeah. Maybe like some, maybe some pod ki mao or something or like, some like hot and sour type vegetable dish. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We'll go with that. Some, some Thai food. Favorite movie of all time. Blues brothers. No doubt. Favorite yeah. artist or band. Okay. Uh, favorite band. Or, oh man. Boom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gosh, that's so hard. That's so hard. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, I'll I really enjoyed uh, the first built to spill show I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. That's the Pacific Northwest Legends. Built yeah, to spill. Pacific Northwest band built to spill. I had the first, I've seen them live a bunch of times, but the first time I saw them live was a that was a really good show. So as far as just like a, a one live show that I've that I can lock in on, that one was that one was pretty good. Nice favorite TV show or series, and what are you watching nowadays? Tornado Hunters, duh. Hey, you did it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, favorite, what? we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> no, favorite TV show or series? Man, I, you know, Game of Thrones. I'm a big game. I like Game of Thrones. Like, I know they took a lot of flack for the the last couple of seasons, but that's a really good show. Uh, the Wire and Breaking Bad are pretty good too, but Game of Thrones is it's pretty good. All right, final question here. You got to right. imagine, I'm going to put you in a place here. Imagine we're at the top of a mountain. Our plane has crashed. Everyone you see on the screen here is on I'm, that I'm mountain. Eating I'm eating tray. I'm eating tray. I have come? the most fat. Is it, was that the question? Sorry. Yeah, it was I, the question. That was the question. Very oh, okay. Good. All right. Wow. I anticipated it. Man, am I in the club now? Can I be cool like you guys? <laughs> Although I don't, I don't like, I don't like if Nick had his shirt off, maybe, I don't know. Is like, it says Nick, the body, like how beefy are you, man? Maybe I, maybe Nick. I am 163 long and lean. Wow. All right. So definitely Trey then. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Um, yeah. You look delicious. It, yeah. It depends on how you like your steak, I guess. If you like your steak, like all fatty and stuff. And not usually. <laughs> Me neither. I hate fat. this conversation. Is taking a turn. <laughs> Trey looks like he has some nice marbling though. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of meat on these ribs. One quick question for Alex: Third best air guitarist in Seattle? Is that what it is? Yeah. What, so, what was the so, song? What what song took you there? 
So, well, there's a whole story behind it, really. Um, I was, I guess, I don't know if they're still doing those things. They probably are, but they have air guitar competitions. That, and people take these things seriously, like for real. There's this documentary called Air Guitar Nation. I watched it. And then I saw that the, the, the circuit, the tour was coming through Seattle. And I was like, all right, let's check it out. And so they, they pulled me up there. And I think the first, my first time around, I did it three times. The first time I got, I think I tied for third. The second time, I think, what did, what did I get? Like, did I get third or fourth the second time? And then, and then, I, and then I got second. The best I ever did was just, and this is just for the regional, you know, just the Seattle thing. I got second place. So, but third is funnier. So what song was it? I, the first one was, uh, I did Panama by Van Halen. Yeah, right? Right. That's and, a good air guitar song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good air guitar good song. Riff. And then I did a song called Stranded by an Australian punk rock band. Um, I can't even remember the name of the band now. So Ricky, <laughs> why are you asking this? Is it because you want to kind of get into the air guitar yourself? Well, no, because the picture I saw was Alex standing beside like a 12-year-old kid. And I was like, well, it doesn't look too difficult. But um... <laughs> That was just from the show. Yeah, that's just from my own show, not from the actual air guitar. You can find it out there, though. Uh, my air guitar nickname is Skinny Hendrix. So, Skinny yeah. Hendrix. Skinny <laughs> Hendrix, yeah. Who went? He, he, oh, well, I guess I went to his high school. I don't want to, you know. I went, so, to, yeah, I went to I've never seen the air guitar show. The judging parameters is just how good of a show, like how expressive you are. Is that the idea? There's three uh, judging criterias. It's like technical, like how well it looks like you're actually playing the song on the air guitar. Uh, yeah. I think stage presence and then airness, the elusive quality that is airness. So that's Did you those have are any the three. Pedals? Like, were there any pedals you could use? <laughs> Well, you can use air. You could use air pedals. And yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't do that. That's a really good idea. I, I had an air pick though. I Need some pick. reverb. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sure there's distortion on that Panama song. Yeah. Take us somewhere else, Nick. Now, Alex, you uh, you mentioned in the last segment there you were in the went in that last comic standing. Now, I have in the past um, meddled around with some joke writing, and uh, I've often I've never had the opportunity i guess or the desire to go up on stage to perform stand-up comedy though i do think it is the funniest um, form of of comedy is being able to get up on stage and perform in front of people i I think that's better than movies or tv uh, all that stuff because you get back right away right and if you're not funny you don't get a second crack at it so what i wanted to do is i wanted to pitch to you my premier joke that i wrote myself as part of right that up act and then you let me know what you think you can be the judge you have to pretend you have to envision that i'm up on stage of course so okay all right and i have a bit of a i have a bit of a like i like to tell stories story type persona this one isn't really a long story but you have to think like the storytelling comics um type okay. style like uh you know you know about so uh evolution like that's a that's a weird thing, but really good, right? You think about animals and how they've evolved over time, so you like really um, set up for their environments, right? So like a porcupine with those quills, like ain't no uh, you know massive lion gonna mess around with a porcupine with all them quills. That's a good defense mechanism. And then you got like the chameleon, right? The chameleon's like, look, I'm green, I'm a tree now. Look, I'm brown, I'm sand now. You can't find me, you can't see me. You know, not easy to hunt. Weird one, though, the rattlesnake developed a rattle on his tail to give you a little warning that he's not that happy and that he's going to attack you. Seems almost counterintuitive, 
that they would involve to give you a warning like that. It'd be like after the uh, club here tonight, you went outside and there was a robber out there and he pulled a gun on you and said, hey, give me all your money. But before he did that, he shook a couple of maracas at you. That's the whole joke. That's the whole joke. That's a good that's start. That's a, that's that a is good a, start. It's a, it's a great start. Yeah, I like that. I got, a, I got a quick note. Quick note. All like, right. it, you doing this really makes it a lot more funny. It makes it funnier. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, like, I'm, you know, I'm maracas, funny. like, because that really sells. Because it's the contrast, right? That's what's funny about it is, like, the contrast of how silly you might look shaking maracas with how serious a robbery is. So right, that's what, right. That's so what sells it. Like, that's a zany joke that if you even had a couple of maracas, that might make it kind of funny. Yeah, like, that's not get carried away. Let's, the thing is, is that maracas are hard to store, though. Like, you wouldn't be able to we can figure that out later the other joke is uh, uh sort of an observational joke it's like uh you know we're all people say that they're not comfortable performing in front of other people like it takes a lot of guts maybe to get up on stage here and tell some jokes. but in reality we're all performers and if you need any evidence of that just hit up your local costco tomorrow because what you will see is in between trying to uh bash those gigantic carts away from each other you'll notice that people will line up in front of the sample aisles and they'll get their sample and they'll say what is this oh it's delicious macaroni you say mm, never had it um how much is that there what can I get? uh a case of 48 for six dollars no that's no thanks that's too expensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's something there. I think that one needs a little bit of work. Yeah. Um, I, so you have to identify like what's funny about the joke, right? It, it, the funny thing that I see you're kind of trying to correlate that like everyone wants to be a performer. That's one idea. The other idea is the kind of, which I think is the funnier idea, is the guilt you feel from like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try this. But like, I mean, you know, you're not going to buy that. Like, that could be so good. And you'd still be like, nah, I'm cool. Not only right? that, I'm going to try it. But I've got 48 of those at home because I was just here two days ago. Doing the same damn thing. Right. So, so like yeah. people always do, people always do that thing where they're like, they kind of give the nod of approval. I'm like, oh yeah. And then, as they distance themselves from the sample table, right? What is that? Oh yeah, that's not bad. Cheese, you say? Mm, you know, no, it's really good had... when they grab the extra sample for the wife. <laughs> for the right. wife? Yeah. Are we doing air quotes on that? <laughs> for the wife. It always, like, like, oh yeah, always... I'll, I'll take one of these the and wife. bring it to my wife. You got to try this. This is you awesome. Could, you could always right. like, put on a different hat and then come back and get another sample. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's going to work for you. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe not, but, you know, it's a thought. Yeah, you're pretty distinctive looking. Uh, I think R Ricky Forbes over here could get away with it. And he's yeah. definitely kind of like a generic white guy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the, the well, not the best part, but what I find really funny in the whole thing, too, is how people feel guilt they do that performance. But the person working that station could give a <laughs> shit. It's not <laughs> their product. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, it's like, um, I always feel bad, like to go back to what he was saying, I'm like, I'm not going to buy this, but you know, like I always <laughs> end up going to Raisin Canes and they always, <laughs> like, I always feel terrible that, and they watch me go to the other restaurant, but you know, <laughs> what are we talking about now? Canes, Canes is a chicken restaurant down the South. Yeah. Uh, All right. So Alex, listen, we want to write a joke while you're on here. We want it. We want to start. 
with the premise of storm chasing and we want to write a joke. So Nick, do you have a place for us to get started with this joke or are we just going to Well, I don't I don't know that I have a place to get started unless you want to you want to identify something that's ridiculous. This is where I go when I think of how to make somebody laugh is what is the most ridiculous thing about the situation that I'm in right at this moment? So I'll think like, okay, well, we're parked on the side of the road and uh, there's clouds that we're looking at. And this is like early in the storm chase when there's not really anything happening. If I were driving by a scene where there were like three or four dudes on the side of the road with some expensive camera gear and a ridiculously stupid looking truck, smoking <laughs> cigarettes and, uh, you know, punching each other in the groin for laughs. If you if you drove by and observed that situation, what would the thought that goes through your head be? That would be where I would go to think about something. Ricky, go ahead. I would think that their show is definitely getting canceled. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's a joke right there. That's that's you just you guys just wrote a joke. That's funny. It's a good joke. Here's a here's a here's one that I had one time, and this is a story in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan made story, locally locally produced. As you often have to do because there's no bathrooms, you might have to go to the bathroom on the side of the road when you're storm chasing. And at the very moment that I was going to the bathroom, it we got some hail. And uh, one of the hailstones, unfortunately, connected with the sensitive area of the body. And after I got into the car and thought about the ridiculousness of that situation, the first thing that went through my mind was, oh, it's pea-sized hail. <laughs> but, ah, nice. Yeah, but then a more sophisticated idea might be a little self-deprecating as well. Well, it's one-inch hail. <laughs> that's good. Oh, i think the p-size hail that's the punchline yeah. yeah that's yeah that's funny double, double meaning double meaning right right yeah right on i like it i feel like i feel like you've contributed nothing to this conversation totally i don't think i think you guys wrote two good jokes those are, those are pretty good jokes p-size hails you could really that's a good that's a nice and tight you know you could really you could make that really concise. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, so, so like, you know, if you're thinking about writing jokes, so my, my friend Dan uh, always says, like, when you're thinking about a joke, you, you want to kind of rely on three different things, right? Understandability, right? You have to un be able to understand what's funny about the joke. So, you know, that's one thing. And then relatability, you want to be able to relate to the joke, right? If I'm, you know, if I'm telling you a joke that would be, you know, that's why comedy has an expiration date. You go back and watch old Charlie Chaplin stuff from the 20s. It's not that hilarious, but at no. the time, it, of course it was, right? Because it's more, much more relatable. And then the third is like persona, how you're delivering the joke. You know, are you deadpan Stephen Wright style or are you, you know, Jack Black or whatever, you know, or some, God, somewhere in between. I love Stephen Wright. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's great. <clears throat> yeah. Great. Yeah. But, you know, the, both of those people are very definable personas. Jack right, Black right. is kind of the same guy in every movie. If mm -hmm. you go see Stephen Wright, you know exactly how he's going to act on right. stage. Yeah. Yep. Right. Listen, Alex, we want to show you a video. And yeah. uh, Nick's, Nick's got some weather videos queued up here. First of all, you tell us your lightning strike story, and then we'll get into the video. Yeah, so, so this is the most... One of the most the most scary uh, weather experience I've had that doesn't involve like sliding off a road, right? So I was, uh, it was the first day of this like outdoor course. There's this National Outdoor Leadership School that's based in Wyoming. And, uh, you know, they, they do expeditions all over the globe. 
and so so we were getting ready for like 30 days of backpacking you know like in the middle of like off trail middle of the wilderness type stuff and so we're at their like headquarter type facility which is up in washington you know their little their regional office and we're getting the van packed up with all of our backpacking gear and um it starts to get stormy a lightning storm comes in and so they're like, all right, like, you know, you guys, you kids or whatever, and I'm like 20 years old, they're like, you guys get in the van, because um, they don't want us getting hurt, because liability issues, I'm sure, um, you know, and then obviously the van's rubber wheels are going to protect you against the lightning in theory. And so I'm in this van, the side doors open, right, I'm like, right by the side door, and like, right next to the van, like six feet away, it's like, crack, this lightning just comes down, hits this log, and the log just like, just like explodes everywhere oh. like bark flies into the van and it was just like you had that smell you know that smell that lightning it's like oh man and like yeah i was super freaked out i was i was terrified of lightning for many years after that like really for real scared of light i mean it's it's like the hand of god coming down and smiting you you know or <laughs> smiting six feet away from you it was it was terrifying i was super scared so did anything yeah. happen beforehand? Like, did your hair stand up on your arm or like, did you hear like a buzz or anything or? Was yeah, it you just... could feel the electricity in the air. Yeah. I mean, you could feel it. And then all of a sudden it was like, crack. Yeah. And it was like, you know, and I had seen, you know, I had seen lightning from, you know, kind of close and from a distance. And you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's pretty. It's cool. But the reality, it just doesn't hit you until it hits right next to you. And you're like, oh, I get it. Like that would kill me if it hit me probably. Uh, yeah, terrifying. Alex, what, what did it sound like? Sorry, it's I, I think it's, to me, I remember it as a crack, like as a as like a you know, I can't do sounds. Come on, man, like crack. Uh, I don't know, I was crack. appreciating the sound effects. Wha-bam. Crack. <laughs> you know, Wha-bam. it <laughs> freaked me out. That it freaked me out. No All right, Nick. Well, it. so what do we what do we got here, Nick? Well, we're gonna I, I guess we're gonna see the exact video that Alex is talking about because he's pretty much described exactly what's happened. So this is uh, entitled "Oh My God, Woman Terrified After Lightning Strike Obliterates Nearby Tree," and this Sweet. is a real short one, but it's uh, it's crazy. So she's standing there. Oh, whoa! whoa. Wow. What happened? Oh, man. Oh, oh, woman. I, love the, I love the cat. I love the cat run. Whoa! Wow. The woman's standing outside on her porch, just looking around. I don't know what, what the hell she's doing, but all of a sudden, just crack of lightning comes down. Dust oh. flies up. Debris flies oh. over, and she probably Shoot. poops herself and then runs inside. Did you that tree down? I, hope but, that but I, I, I think that. she got hit by some of that tree debris. Oh, oh man. man. Obliterated it obliterated like that tree. Shot done. Look how fast that cat runs. I sure hope that was a stray and not her cat. Ooh, oh my gosh. Wow. So does that bring a little PTSD to the party right now, Alex? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about PTSD, but that is a reminder that uh, you don't want to mess with lightning. So, yeah. Alex, when that lightning bolt hit the log beside you, did it blow it up? It. I don't know how much it blew it up, but it, it definitely, like, you know, like just like in this, where there's like you know wood everywhere. Like, yeah, the wood flew into the van. Huh. So, 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 just so so that everybody's clear, the reason the tree explodes in this case is the the cells of the tree are filled with water, and that water gets superheated, it gets vaporized, and that's why the explosion happens because of the moisture in the tree. And uh, so, it makes sense that. The 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 wood is just flying apart everywhere. It's just wild, wild. What's this Crazy. next one we got, uh, Nick? 
Well, that's a great question, Greg. The next uh, video we've got here is also called Lightning Strike, but this one happens on a work site and um, has a, uh, a little bit more scary for one of the workers involved here. So a couple of uh, guys looking to, looking to hitch up a trailer here. They've got a couple of portables beside them, and lightning actually looks like it hits in two different places. No. Whoa. Those look like claymores. Holy. Oh, oh he's limping. He's limping. limping. Oh, man. Oh, man, he's hurt. So I'm not sure if the lightning, like you can see that it hits on either side of that truck. So maybe the central part of the bolt went somewhere through the Whoa. two areas. Oh, accident. Yeah. It's a whole yeah. lot scarier. It looks yeah. like he was maybe touching that trailer, though. Maybe that's why yeah. uh, why he was impacted so heavily. There's yeah, a lot so of he, metal around, too. He may have had um, he may have had um, some exit point from one of his legs or something like that, sort of as a minor exit point for that lightning. Now it says on the uh, on the YouTube video here from Timberline Landscaping, uh, this happened in June of 2018, that everyone was okay. There that's was no uh, lasting effects there. But super scary. Like that would yeah. be lightning's not something to mess around with. And it doesn't really look like there's any sort of I'm not seeing a storm, like an obvious storm in the area, you know? Yeah, it's weird how like when it struck like over on the, the right side or kind of in the center of the screen, there's like that explode like all that debris. Is that just from the ground? Is that just like lightning? I think, yeah, I think, I, think wow. they, I think that's the ground just flying up in the air. I think you're right. Whoa. Wow. What do they call that? A lightning bolt out of a storm out of the blue? Yeah, bolt from the blue, yeah. Wow. Clear, clear air. That. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh that's terrifying. I'm I'm on Alex's team. Like I find lightning to be much more terrifying than a tornado is. Yeah, I mean the tornado you can see it. You can see where it is, uh -huh. you can see where it's going, you can drive away from it. If it's over there, you drive over there. But the lightning, you you just never you never know. I wonder yeah, why is that? Why you're always sitting in the car, Nick, when uh, Greg's out shooting lightning? Hundred percent. Greg will be out there, um, you know, uh, shooting. Um, uh, to be honest, I don't know what it is, wheat or something, whatever he's doing in the field. And I'll I'll be in the truck if there's lightning. If there's thunder, I will remain in that truck until my body says, uh, "Oh, you should have. Um, you should take one of Chris uh, Cubby's smokes." And then uh, finally, this is uh, this is ball lightning going across a field. Now, Greg, um, you're a skeptic on this video, but okay. Uh, so this, this let let me wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just say, ball lightning first of all has never been proven to be a real thing. Uh, this video comes from uh, Russia. Okay, so there's your number one question mark you got to put on it. Number two is like the f videos that are available of the Sasquatch and aliens, this video is also garbage. Like it's very poorly, <laughs> it's very poorly shot. Okay. So put all those things together. It screams out hoax to me, but let's play it. And Alex, you let's see what you think of ball lightning from Russia. You know that, uh, that out of focus comment you made there about the, that's an old uh, Mitch Hedberg stand-up joke. Do you remember that one where he said, no. uh, yeah, that, that Sasquatch video, that's terrifying because uh, I think Sasquatch is blurry and that's the problem. <laughs> There's an out of focus monster running around. <laughs> yeah, so this is ball lightning. All right, so what it is is a glow on the horizon and uh, yeah, again, really poorly yeah. shot. And and to me, that doesn't look like 
any kind of lightning of any kind. I mean, it looks to me, it looks like a like a train light or a car headlight or something on the horizon. That is and what's supposed to be happening. Is this like electrical ball like hanging out there? Yeah. yeah. But it's moving. Like it's it's moving across the field. It's fake. It'd be more believable if you said that was a UFO. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right about that, Trey. All right. Well, I think ball lightning that is looks, yeah. and uh, that's what it looks like. So I'm going to say that that's authentic. And uh, well, it's probably not the first time you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll endeavor to get clear video of ball lightning in the future. But uh, look at that. That's obviously a ball of lightning. Yeah. I don't think so. Listen, guys, let's use this as our opportunity to go to our very last segment with Alex and uh, Alex, thank you so much for, for all the, the time you've given us tonight. I know you've got uh, class to run to. So we're going to go to our speed round. And yeah. this speed round, like we're going to go through these fairly quickly. But here's tonight's speed round. The speed round is this. Uh, we've been talking about comedians. We've been, uh, you know, having a few laughs. And I know you're a fan of movies. So tonight's speed round, I'm going to be giving you guys all a quote from a comedy. And Alex, you get first crack. I'm gonna I'm gonna All read right. the I'm gonna read the quote. You have to you have five seconds to give me an answer. Name the movie. And if you can't name the movie, then it's gonna go to the tornado hunters and Trey to uh, come up with the name of the movie. But you get first crack, but you only get five seconds, Alex. And then at the end of this, we're gonna tally up the scores and we're gonna see who gets the big prize. That we're gonna start off with an easy one, okay? First character. I want you to kill every gopher on the course. Or the Caddyshack. Yeah, oh, very good. I didn't even get to the second part of the... the, oh. the yeah. yeah, that's right on. Okay, number, yeah. number two. Price is wrong, bitch. Happy Gilmore. Oh, sorry, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know. I didn't know it. I, I didn't. I, 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 when you mentioned, I'm like, of course. But yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one. Oh, that one. Ricky, Ricky just gets so excited. He's like, uh, you know I what? know, I know. I know. I got to give the point. I have to give the points to the Zaniac on that one. Yeah. Does that, mean, does, that mean, does that mean you'll follow me on Twitter, Ricky? All right. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Number three. Here's the movie quote. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, that is uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Right on. Three points yep. for Alex. All right. Number four. This one's getting a little bit tougher. Listen. I know that we started out as foes, but after that courageous act that you just showed me against the one they called Derek, maybe someday we could become friends. Friends who ride majestic, translucent steeds, shooting flames of arrows across the bridge of Hemdale. Zoolander? No. Step Brothers! Right ah. on. Trey got it. Step Brothers. Right on. Okay, so we got... Step uh, by the way, is uh, probably the funniest movie of all time. I agree. Garrett Beverly from Comments got it too. Okay, next up. Uh, here's the quote from a comedy. You're really doing it, aren't you? You're shitting in the street. Oh, Bridesmaids. Right on. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Four to one. All right. So Alex is up four to one. All right. Now the next one, we're going a little bit further back, and this is a little bit more difficult, Alex. Here is the quote. We took a perfectly useless psychopath like Valentine and turned him into a successful executive. Trading this. Very good, Alex. I didn't even get through it all. What Come was on. it? 
The movie places. is Trading Places. Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Great, great movie. Yeah, really great yeah. movie. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Who Jamie actually, Lee. She, yeah, I got to give her a shout out because she actually saw my show like really early in my career. And she said, uh, boy, are you talented? Then she gave me one of these before it meant what it means now. And then uh, and then she said, fantastic. So I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow, huge, very cool. Yeah, she looks good, good in that movie, too. Yeah. She did look good. Oh, yeah. Movie. She looks good in every movie, by the way. I don't get like, it, Alex. What does that mean now? Thanks, oh, Cubby. We're going to move on. That, yeah, it's good that you don't get it. Just, <laughs> just enjoy like, the fact that, that yeah, you don't know that. You yeah. just exonerated yourself of many suspicions. <laughs> All right. Stop. Next up, number seven. I arrived in America's airport with clothing, U.S. dollars, and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. <laughs> can you can, one more time? One more time, real quick. I arrived in America's airport with clothing, U.S. dollars, and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. You know, my guess is don't mess with the Zohan, but I think that's not right. Borat. <laughs> Borat. Borat. Oh, right, right of on. course. Oh. <laughs> He came, so so check this out. I got a little, quick. so I'm a big Borat fan, but like, so he came to Olympia uh, for, for Borat 2, right? Okay. So Borat 2 is in Olympia. And he, he said he decided after that experience, he was so scared that he decided not to ever do Borat again because he was like, that got dangerous. Was, and was so that where not. the, uh, was that the concert scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was in Olympia. Yes. That was in your was hometown. A, yeah. Yeah. And hold on before I, before, like I, I must say that most probably a lot of the people from that rally don't aren't from Olympia, uh, gotcha, Olympia gotcha. but they, they come here, you know, because it's the state capital. So we right get a lot on. of like rallies and stuff. So right. Olympia is also the home of, of the, the feminist punk rock uh, movement um, riot girl. Slater Kinney. So, yeah. Slater right. Kinney. Also Olympia band. Nice job, Trey. Nice job. All right. Here's the next one. This is number, right. uh, I think we're on number eight now. It's five to two, by the way, Alex, you're still leading. Uh, All right. Yeah, here's the one. next, here's the next movie quote. And I said, uh, don't care if they lay me off either because I told I told Bill that if they move my desk one more time, then I'm then I'm space. quitting. Very yeah. good. Very, very good. Do you know the for bonus points? What's the name of the character who is oh, I don't saying know. that Mil quote? Milton. You're close, Milton. Trey. Milton. Milton. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm You're giving the I'm giving the points to the tornado hunters on that one because you got Milton. Your impression uh, kind of gave it away a little bit. I kind of knew. Yeah, it you sold it. A good impression. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah, I did sell it pretty good. All right, the next one, my all-time, <laughs> my next next one is my all-time favorite comedy, and here is the quote, ladies and gentlemen, this is your stewardess speaking. We regret any inconvenience the sudden cabin movement might have caused. This is due to periodic air pockets we encountered. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? Airplane. <laughs> Air, yeah. Very good. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great, great movie. movie. Yeah. All right, it's a six... horrible week to stop smoking. <laughs> <laughs> six three. All right, next one up. Here's the quote. Pardon me. Do you have any gray poupon? Oh, it's from a commercial originally. Uh... Your five seconds is up. Tornado hunters. No idea. I'm yeah. stumped on this one. It's the two dudes, long black hair, long uh, blonde hair. The two dudes in the basement. Wayne's World. Wayne's yes, World. Wayne's World. Oh, right on. Yeah, totally. All right. It's getting close. 6-4. Next one up. Jesus Christ, son. How'd you get the beans above the Frank? <laughs> oh, that is something about Mary. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. And last one, a classic, a classic. This is two characters. And here's the conversation. Dell, why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Oh, God. Planes, okay, trains, Cubby. and automobiles. Yeah, planes, oh, trains, and automobiles. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shoot. That's Good a job, Trey. Right on. Yeah. Well, listen, Alex, you still beat the Tornado Hunters. 7-5. Great job. That was the speed round. We did comedy Ooh. quotes. Uh, Alex, listen, uh, thanks again for, for joining us. I hope you had a ton of fun, as much fun as we did. And thanks for sharing your lightning strike story. And uh, uh, tell us, tell everybody where they can, uh, where they can follow you. Yeah, you can, you can absolutely follow me. You know, I'm professional Zaniac on Facebook and Instagram. Just how it sounds. Z-A-N-I-A-C, professional Zaniac on Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Alex Zerby on Twitter. That's kind of like the real me um, in some ways. TikTok is also professional Zaniac um, as well. And you can always find me online at thezaniac.com or alexzerby.com. So shout out to all you PTA moms out there. I will come and do a school assembly at your school, teach your kids all about science and stuff. And, uh, or, you know, whatever it is, any family entertaining you need done, hit, hit, your, hit up your boy. Yeah. That's, that's great. For- and listen, we'll have all of Alex's contact information in the episode three show notes on el ninos the tornado hunters podcast and you can subscribe by going to stormfront freaks podcast network on any podcast app that you happen to be using again thank you alex for joining us and now it's time for the weather with frankie and friends I'm Frank and Gong. You're listening to TornadoHunter.com podcast. I also have autism, and Frankie's a true inspiration. Frankie and I are best buds. I'm Joey Only. Hi, I'm Trey. I'm a good friend of Frankie's. On this Wednesday, coming up, and Tuesday night and Wednesday, Montreal's getting snow. Kingston, Cornwall, Ontario, Montreal, Quebec, where Base Guy Show lives. And they're getting a lot of snow. Then it's going to head towards northeastern United States, like inferior northeastern United States, like northern Vermont, New Hampshire. It's going to be really cold in the eastern United States later on this week and in the Great Lakes region. And it's going to be really warm in Vancouver, British Columbia, Victoria, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Arizona, Tucson, Yuma, and Las Vegas, and Utah, and Colorado. It's going to bring some snow event. One side Colorado's warmer, other side Colorado's going to be cooler. And then over down in New York, and the weather in New York this week is going to be. Then it's going to be really cold air. Then you got, and then you got some then um, little squalls headed towards Norway this week. There's a powerful low pressure system. It's going to be off the coast of England, France, Spain this weekend, and Portugal, and all those places. Germany's going to be cooler than average temperature. Same with Finland, Sweden, all across Estonia, Latvia, Russia, Ukraine, and all those places driving all the cold air all the way down to parts of Greece and things like that in Ukraine and awesome. in, and over in, in, in Tokyo and Kyoto, Japan. Over in Tokyo, Japan. And the weather there. There's a typhoon off the coast of the Philippines right now. It's going to completely bypass Japan altogether. Cold, they got some cold front headed for northern Japan late this weekend coming up. Right now, there's a lingering low-pressure system in off the coast of Northern Japan, like Sapporo, Japan, they're getting some snow flurries and snow squalls 
in northern Japan, especially in the coastal areas. And Australia's fall year, New Zealand's the fall of the year. And weather's getting cooler in Australia because this is their fall year. They got showers in Northern Island, New Zealand, and South Island, New Zealand, and places like that. Then it got the cold air headed for Invercargill, New Zealand. This weekend coming, it's going to be really cold in Invercargill, New Zealand, Christchurch, Dunedin, and all these places. Do you know that Northern Japan gets, gets the most snowfall than anywhere in the country? Northern Japan, like Sapporo. Sapporo is the snowiest city in Japan. I think one of the snowiest cities in the world. So that was the whole uh, the whole world weather update there, which is awesome. Frankie, one of the things that you said earlier this week, too, is um, you get a feeling like maybe people in the California area should be anticipating some uh, tectonic plate movement in the form of maybe some earthquakes down there. <laughs> that means that California lies on a North American plate and Pacific plate. Once those two tectonic plates rub with each other, once it slips, that can cause an earthquake. Yeah, and they've been uh, they've been talking about a big earthquake down there for a long time, and thankfully it hasn't happened yet. But um, with the amount of activity going on all over the world, volcanoes, earthquakes, you name it, um, might be time for one down there. So what would people do to be prepared for an lock earthquake? Your, lock your dishes in their cupboards. And when is it earthquake? Go underneath the tables, go underneath the chairs, indoors, when you're outdoors. Don't go inside a building, store an earthquake. Make sure if your medical kits, emergency kits, flashlights, candles, crank up radio, extra batteries, generators, battery, operating lanterns, and bottled water ready as well. My name is Frank Bidon. You're listening to Tornado Hunters Podcast. All right, welcome back to El Nino's, the Tornado Hunters podcast. And now it's time for mean tweets and stuff. Ricky, take us away. All right. So we all post on social media on different platforms and putting ourselves out there. And the comment sections, they get pretty colorful. And so I've uh, gathered some of my favorite from this last little bit. And so starting off with Nick's imager account, if anybody still uses that, very similar to MySpace or... uh, (laughs) Whatever else you got from the 90s. But looking to Nick's Imager account, uh, we have a beautiful selfie uh, in front of the Dodge City Tornado. And a cold killer dropped a comment and said, I can't tell if it's a slightly stubbly woman or super great complexion man. Drifting in space follows up with, agreed. And then I know your secret pitches in with, I'm going to go with great complexion guy. No evidence of mascara and eyebrows but in dire need of maintenance. <laughs> what do you think, Nick? Yeah, I mean, uh, I got a lot of sun that summer. There's no doubt about that. So my complexion was good. I was able to burn most of the acne and spots off my face and back that typically uh, are spread out all over the place. Yep. And uh, it was good lighting in front of that Dodge, uh, that backlit tornado. So I took the opportunity to make the selfie. I had long hair at the time, as I do now. And um, I think it's an astute observation. I don't have a problem with that. It's not that mean. It's just, it's, it can't be mean if it's a fact. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> heading over to Greg's YouTube channel. That's where it gets really fun. Uh, we're having a look at uh, the McCook dash cam footage, if you fellows remember that. Uh, wow, rest tornado. Beautiful. So, so this is something I felt that uh, might resonate with Cubby. Caroline Noon says, amazing footage. Thanks for not adding dumb music. 
Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I always like to add music when I uh, put up a video. Yeah. I think music just brings it out, you know, like who wants to hear all of our little like, okay, turn left here, slow down, speed up. Like, yep. In my mind, nobody wants to hear that junk. Like you just want to hear some. Trey, I mean, what do you think? If you're watching a tornado video, do you want it? Do you want it set to music or do you want to hear the raw recording? It depends on the music. Um, it could be pretty funny if you played like polka or like uh, <laughs> something that doesn't really go with the tornado. But uh <laughs> Nine times out of ten, um, it'd be cool to hear the tornado, you know. Like, uh, but either way, it, it's uh, as long as I can hear like what's going on and be informed about the tornado, it, it works either way. That's a good know? point, there, Trey. Good point. Yep. Yep. So, what do you got next, Ricky? Cool. Next up, <clears throat> we got one for Greggles here. Uh, it didn't. It didn't mention your name, but I uh, I made the assumption. It said, <laughs> "L Swags." Ass, could the passenger be any more of an asshole? <laughs> I think that's what this means. Uh, yeah, and I was questioning that. Linnell follows up with, FYI, best if you mute this. The conversation of the people is not worth listening. Double exclamation point. <laughs> could have added some more explanation points yeah it could have absolutely that's why i add the music that's why yeah. i add the music <laughs> yeah uh going back in time a little bit um the bear video i came across i remember some funny comments from that bear video we had posted a few years ago and so this is uh a comment directed towards myself as i was one video and it's my voice in it it says the fits says the coolest thing he's ever seen this guy needs to get out of his mom's basement. Must be Canadian. <laughs> Canada had to do with it. Like, yeah, why, do you, right? why do you throw that in there? That seems kind of, kind of, kind of racist. My favorite part about that bear video is that uh, you guys like captured footage of these gigantic, like literally in the largest tornado ever. Video evidence, picturesque tornadoes, double tornadoes, uh, and your most viewed video is a bear. <laughs> yeah. even as you say it out loud it just it's a knife in the heart <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh terry mcgee followed up with pretty cool that steph rogan was able to capture this content <laughs> i don't really see the uh the resemblance oh, no, but if voice. you hear if you hear the voice when he does it oh, trey if you check voice. out that video he does yeah. sound like seth rogan can you oh, try really? to do it right now there ricky try to do the voice really quick oh i don't know i can't do a seth rogan yeah that's it <laughs> that's that's okay i can i i hear it now that's the coolest thing i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> all right uh moving along uh a bit softer comments here on greg's youtube channel uh lindy elizabeth is asking when is the netflix series when is it coming back uh, yeah <laughs> well the netflix series well i mean Listen, there's always a chance, I suppose, that we could uh, do another season of Tornado Hunters. However, I would highly doubt it at this stage. Thanks for opening that wound, though, Elizabeth. Oh. I appreciate that. Well, the thing the, is, first, we got to get rid of this COVID thing. And then yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a good chance. Right, Nick? Yeah. Well, I would say the only chance of that series being watched is with everybody locked in their houses. So I don't know if you want COVID gone. <laughs> Anything else, Ricky? Yeah, having a look at uh, the Dodge City video, Mr. Magnet asks, uh, it's a common question we get, and it's great to answer, is how many windscreens do we go through a year 
in uh, both flashes? Well, I mean, 2013 was the big year for us. I think we went through three of them in 2013. But we actually haven't done too bad the last few years. Sounds Maybe. like good driving. Well, I always <laughs> yeah. say we try to avoid the hail because Ricky's scared of hail. You know, yeah, on we- that note, uh, there was a comment from Dan Everett on the Al Reno video, and he says, yeah, Ricky, way to go, buddy. Finding some love for the driver instead of buttholes yelling and giving orders. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will shut the comments down there, Ricky. That's a good one to end on. And uh, I think it is true, though. And and listen, uh, Ricky brings up a good point about El Reno. On our next episode of El Nino's, the Tornado Hunters podcast, we are actually going to be doing a commentary on uh, the El Reno experience that we had and uh, the El Reno video. And we will have Peter Slack, who was the director of photography uh, at the time, who shot the sequence uh, at El Reno. Peter has worked on shows such as The Deadliest Catch. He's uh, he's also filmed uh, Swamp People, uh, Storm Chasers on Discovery Channel. And uh, Peter was with us in the car when we were actually uh, at El Reno. And so we're going to get his first-hand account and we're going to do a commentary and that's going to be uh, our next episode also coming up uh in a few weeks we have tommy chong from cheech and chong who is going to be our guest and uh that will be uh i guess uh, chris at the uh, middle of may i would say right is that the the date to come yeah up may, tommy may 13th right on so we'll have tommy chong on we've also got on an upcoming episode we're going to have snoopy from the Peanuts gang uh, is going to be on. Snoopy's going to be on as a, as a guest. And uh, if you remember, uh, just a little plug for our last guest, we had Chris Bukowski from The Bachelor who was on with us uh, last episode. And so check it out on uh, uh, the El Nino's uh, podcast. Uh, check it out for Chris Bukowski, uh, who was our, our last guest. A reminder to uh, go to Stormfront Freaks Podcast Network and hit the subscribe or follow button, depending on your podcast app. Uh, Thanks to Alex Zerby, who was with us tonight, the Zaniac. And again, we'll have all of Alex's information in the show notes on your podcast app. Thanks to Trey for joining us. A lot of fun, Trey. That was, uh, was a good time. And uh, look forward to having you back on as well. And uh, again, you're, we funny, will... uh, you're a funny dude, Trey. I, gotta I say, appreciate Mike. it, Nick. Yeah, you're pretty, Thank you. Uh, you're pretty funny. Yeah, I just uh, I just say the first thing that comes to my head. Yeah, that's quite obvious, but it's also very very funny. <laughs> Stream of consciousness, you know. It is, and it's it suits you well, actually. I, Thank you. I'm actually um, thinking about things you've said already, and your your timing is good too. Thank you. I appreciate it. For Cubby and Nick the Body and Ricky Forbes and Trey Campbell, I'm Greg Johnson. This has been El Nino's, the Tornado Hunters podcast. And until next time, stay safe and don't get struck by lightning. This has been El Nino's, the Tornado Hunters podcast part of the Stormfront Freaks Podcast Network. Oh, 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 oh.
on, man. Whoa! Good driving, Ricky. Oh, this vehicle's underneath it. Oh. It's taking up potholes. 